You're listening to the TC3 Parent Podcast with pastors Miles Hunter and Andy Brown. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Miles and Andy. Welcome to another episode of the TC3 We're back. Podcast. I love this. We are back. I am yeah. digging this so much, man. This yeah. is great stuff. Parents, our goal is ultimately to connect you to the life-changing power of Jesus Christ while also equipping you with some really cool tools as you continually lead your family well. And today, we have a special guest with us by the name of Willow Sanders. Uh, Willow is the Director of Student Services with a nonprofit organization called CareNet that we here at TC3 work alongside uh, and serve alongside in the mission uh, to uh, uh, walk alongside young women uh, that are having unexpected and unplanned pregnancies. And so, Willow, Mm -hmm. can you explain a little bit uh, about CareNet for our audience and then we'll dive in? Awesome. Yeah. Well, like you said, I serve as the director of student services and basically my job is anywhere from middle school um, all the way through college um, and even really we're finding, you know, some some young married couples. Right. And so um, we our heart is to encourage uh, young people to live a life that would um, honor God, mm-hmm. really reduce their risk factors and consequences from those risks, yeah. um, and then to share that with other people. Well, CareNet plays such an important role in our community here. Yeah, um, for sure. It's a, it can be a divisive because of what it stands for, what Absolutely. it is. At the same time, it also brings our community together and brings a, brings a hope into our, our younger people and to families. So yeah. I, mean, I am Absolutely. 100% behind you guys. Yeah, we, so stand, we, we stand definitely by you know the, the thought that um, that life is precious. Yes. And yeah. if we can't protect life at its most innocent and most vulnerable, mm-hmm. um, then we see all the other things that we struggle with in life coming from that right and so we want people just to value life yeah and then everything else flows from that well Mm -hmm. willow we're thankful for what you do we're thankful that you work with karen and we're Mm -hmm. thankful that we get to work alongside of you Um, but we want to get to know you a little bit today as well so willow and i have been friends honestly since i feel like i i moved here just a couple years ago yeah from (laughs) you know know what let's dive dive into sink and togo you guys guys understand why he's talking about togo real quick so I totally forgot. Thank you, Brown. We're gonna we're yeah. gonna chase a squirrel sure. really really quickly, and if we catch it, we catch I love it. Chasing yeah. squirrels. We'll forward. It'll so, be a fun show to watch. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So we were talking about Africa. I don't even know how we got on the topic of Africa. Well, James, James, James. Our, our freshman intern rookie producer, <laughs> yeah, is from Africa, He's, but yeah. James is from Togo, right? Well, I did an ancestry test that also told me that I was from, or my ancestors originated from Togo, and I think the other part of the country was Benin. Uh, mm. And so I obviously like, I don't really know that. I have no idea. That's what Ancestry said. Ancestry could be right, could be wrong. Yeah. We won't dive into mm. that topic. <laughs> but uh, Willow also was trying to guess where James was from. That was. That and was really she good. said, what two, what two countries I, did you say? Just the coolest ones that my son has like, been to. Okay. Tanzania, Tanzania yeah. Zanzibar. I don't even know where Zanzibar is, but it sounds kind of dope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Tanzania and Zanzibar. And then we got on the topic of well, we were still in Africa, but Andy said something like, where are you from? And I don't even remember. So you were from- saying that you're, I guess, there are a lot of black people in Togo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I said. There are a lot of, I guess if, so. if you don't yeah. know and you're listening to this podcast, I Wait. have a lot of melanin in my system. <laughs> I am chocolate brown, okay? He, yeah, if and, you can't tell. And Andy was like, Andy was like, yo, are, are there a lot of black people in Togo? And we're all looking at each other like, bro, it's in Africa. It's, it's in Africa. Not, but, so, then, but then Janae, Miles' wife, said the same thing about James. Is yeah. there white people in Africa? And I was like, I that feel like is, at this point right. we should 
pretty no. It's a pretty now, mixed just, continent. Just for audience, it is a mixed I'm continent. not that oblivious to the <laughs> no, world. No, I'm really not. not. I just like to say things to make people stop just, and like. Wait, what? scratch your head. <laughs> scratch, like, exactly. What the heck? Who doesn't Smack know this? Smack my head emoji. Yes. Jeez Louise. But anyway, that so we found we found the squirrel. Yeah. We yeah. captured it. We got it. We released it. Okay. All right. Squirrel. Squirrel's gone. Now, Willow. Tell <laughs> the tell weirdest gone. segue <laughs> ever. <laughs> right. That's the beautiful part about this podcast. Tell like us how, to get more normal. how you Somehow. got involved in CareNet, and I I feel yeah. like you you answering that will give us some insight into into your world as well. Yeah, it's probably one of my most favorite stories. Okay, yeah, go. All right, um, story time. So I was raised in the church, and I had a very um, strong understanding of, of who God was mm. and just how I wanted my life to go and had really um, lived a life um, that mimicked that all through high school. Yeah. And in college, um, I really share this when I'm sharing with students, um, I, I missed something about taking Jesus with me. Hmm. <laughs> and, you know, when you get away from your boundaries and your support system and, and all that kind of stuff, um, and you start kind of picking up your own ideas of what that might look like, yeah. um, you can really go off course. Mm -hmm. um, and I did, um, I was in school for criminal justice, was going to go on to law school, um, and about eight credits shy of my associates found out I was pregnant. Mm. And so my world kind of changed. I immediately went into parenting right. mode, um, got married, had another child. Um, my boys are and, my world. If you don't mind, just for audience, sure. how old were you? I was um, when you twenty when I got pregnant. So okay. Pregnant, you were got 20. okay. Yep. And um, so I got married, had had another child, um, ended up unfortunately getting divorced. Yeah. Um, okay. And again, these are all consequences I mm -hmm. share because you just never know what's going to happen right, when you go outside right, of right. God's plan. And um, in in desperation, I moved to Florida. Mm -hmm. um, I'm originally from New York, lived there all my life, and was hopping from job to job down here. Yeah. And I uh, had someone in my life um, just tell me about an opening. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is this place? And when I found out what CareNet was, I thought it was so strange because I was like, how did I have a crisis pregnancy yeah, and I had never, never heard about it? I thought, yeah. yeah, I thought that was right. so weird, but so important. Right. Mm -hmm. And I didn't mm -hmm. know how important it was going to be. Um, I kind of say my boss fell in love with me. That's the story we tell. <laughs> well, I mean, you are. It is Willow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. kind of yeah. Willow's pretty awesome. She's pretty not, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Depends who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I was kind of within a couple of days hired on the spot. Wow. Um, I wasn't hired into the position that I'm doing now, but I know that all along that God had that for me. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. That my story was going to come into play in a way I didn't expect. Right. And so, yeah, God totally, totally brought me to CareNet. Wow. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, parents, today our, our topic and what, what we're going to talk on uh, with Willow and gain some insight and wisdom about is is body image. Now, oftentimes we think mm -hmm. about body image like I, my first thought goes to like young women, you mm -hmm. know, and, and young girls that are in middle school and in high school yep. that are that are dealing with that and the pressures of what they should mm -hmm. look like from For a sure. from a social media standpoint and all of those things. Like I think about uh, like there was a, a massive thing. I'm, I'm going to bring up something. Don't judge me here. Uh, that like chloe kardashian thing For that sure. that came up just mm -hmm. what a, yeah, a few couple weeks ago, weeks ago couple or weeks so ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um you know where she posted a unfiltered and no makeup kind of picture and yeah. like a lot of feedback came from came from that mm -hmm. as a result yeah. and so i'm like man 
I know that was large, like in our, in our culture for our for our young women as well. But but I think like there's a challenge with that with young men too, mm-hmm. um, and they they wrestle with that maybe in a different way. Sure. Um, and so I, I want to hear from you, Willow. Like, how does CareNet deal with um, not deal with? How does CareNet walk alongside young women that um, at a foundational level are <laughs> dealing with body image issues? Because I feel like there's you know there's there's a large range of things that you walk alongside of students with, especially as you're educating them on, you know, unplanned pregnancy and sex and all of those things. But body image, I feel is, is at that foundational level. And so how do you, how do you educate girls in that and equip them and then encourage them on what the text of scripture says, Hey, this is, this is how you're supposed to see your body. Yeah. Um, so the program that I run is called protect the heart. Okay. And that literally comes straight from scripture Proverbs four twenty three. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, above all else, guard your heart. Cause out of it comes the direction for your life. Yeah. Um, and that is such a huge springboard for us because not only, you know, do I work inside a pregnancy center, but we are the prevention arm of mm-hmm. the pregnancy center. Uh, the girls that come are the, the intervention, you know, in their pregnancies. Um, and then we also have a post-abortion recovery, which is the restoration part. But the prevention part um, is so multi-tiered, kind of like you said, Miles, because yeah. there, it's such a multi-layered um, topic. Right. It's such a multi-layered issue. And I really think that um, one of the reasons that we deal with the heart is because it's an identity issue. Yeah. You know, we right. are created in the image of God, yeah. but everything else from the second we get out um, is trying to fit some kind of mold, Right. you right. know, trying right. to yeah. look for right. that. What do we say that, you know, that, um, that God shaped hole, Yeah. we're trying to fit everything else in there, you know, and I wasn't raised, I won't date anybody else in the room, <laughs> um, but I wasn't raised on the internet. Like yeah. we didn't have that just right. immediate comparison. Now, gotcha. don't get me wrong. When I was young, we definitely had ways to to compare, compare without right. it, yeah. but yeah. not at the scale that it like is right Essence now. Magazine is that like one the, of the, uh, yeah, Jet? Like Jet, yeah, yeah. Jet. Tiger yeah. Beat. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah. Jet, the little like like I I don't even know if they would be magazines. They were like a fourth of a magazine, like a daily, like a daily yeah, bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My grandmama had them like in on the back of the toilet. Like, yes. I, yeah, like a guidepost. Like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. this is, a, what is a jet? I had Reader like, Digest. Reader oh. di- Reader's Digest. Yeah, Reader's what Digest. What is in a Reader's Digest? Everything. It, it's like a story, a compilation of stories of people just bring, yeah. s- submitting their jokes, their things that happened in their life. Huh. Yeah. Um, d- advice, how no to live. Drama, though. Yeah, but God. it wasn't, it wasn't a lot of like, adultish stuff. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was pretty mainstream, low yeah. key. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have Jet. Oh, yeah, I got Sports Illustrated for kids. No, I didn't have that either. That was I had great. highlights. Just all Sports the posters. Illustrated. I had Boys Life. Yeah, BS, the Boy Scouts of America. So there's a lot of stuff. There. Not I a lot of body Scouts of America didn't have a book magazine. Yeah, yeah. they probably do now. They yeah, probably, they probably yeah. do. They definitely do now. All right, sorry, yeah. continue. Anyways. There's the squirrel again. Wow. Um, but I think that, <laughs> you know, but speaking about like that, even that stuff, even the old stuff, like it, we didn't have, like you were talking about the, the issue with Khloe Kardashian. We didn't have right. a ton of retouches yeah. and stuff like culture and technology just wasn't that advanced right, yet, right. you know, to the degree it is no, no, now. Right. We're on the same, you and I are on the same page. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, we, we grew up without the internet. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. So, what we try to do is really, not in a kind of cheeky way, like, this is going to solve everything, but right. we really try to deal with that identity issue first, because if you don't know who you are, right. you know, and we speak to, to kids that have a faith in Christ and kids that don't, yeah. you know, so we have to cover kind of two sides of the spectrum yeah. dealing with the same issue, which can be difficult sometimes, but that's kind of a baseline foundation. Like, if you don't know who you are, 
you're going to start looking to anybody Anything to try to fill everything. that identity yeah. and try to get your worth and value and what you should look like. Yeah. And I think that was one of the huge things with the Khloe Kardashian thing that came out mm-hmm. was if that person who everybody right, is trying to, to look yeah. like or, you know, one of the things I talked about my girls with is I was like, why was there no discussion about how drastically her appearance changed? Yeah. Like there's mm-hmm. all this conversation right. now that a right. real picture comes yeah. out. But how come there was no conversation about when she went from this to this? Right, exactly. Um, and so those conversations, we kind of try to get deeper than just the, you know, just be the happy with who level. you are. Sure. Right. And, yeah, Because yeah, exactly. that's that's too cute of an answer. Yeah, We exactly. have to go deeper with our girls and with our guys, like yeah. you were saying. Yeah, the, the question of why never comes mm-hmm. into play right. anymore. It's like, yeah, why, don't, why aren't we diving deeper yes. into this? Why do we just want to be surface level with this? So this conversation yeah. I hear, what I'm seeing is it comes back to the parents. It's like, are we saying parents' responsibility for a lot of the parent, for the images, that body image issues that our our, our kids are having and youth are having? I don't, I don't necessarily think in the culture that we live in right now mm-hmm. that we really can lay responsibility at one doorstep. Okay. Right. right. I do think that our parents are our first line of defense. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, That's um, good. yeah. I mean, there's just so many ways that culture is trying to get at our kids. Right. Yeah. So it's, you know, I think of that old cartoon where one, um, you know, there's a wall and there's one whole like springs and they try to poke your finger and then right. another one springs and now you've got like all body parts and you don't have anything left. Yeah. Right. You right. know, our parents do have a very daunting task because yeah. uh, Josh McDowell says this, you know, when I was younger, porno- we used to have to look for pornography. Mm-hmm. Right. Now pornography is us. looking for our kids. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the same thing, yeah. yes. you know, discontent, body, um, shame, all that, that's looking for our kids. Right. So we have to, as parents do the best we can, um, you know, again, I, I don't agree with with probably the person that said this statement um, when I heard it, but it takes a village. Yeah, we can't forget that. We can't yeah. get away from right. that. Yeah. Um, I was raised in a very Andy. You were probably raised mm-hmm. in a very nuclear mm-hmm. family structure culture. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not like that anymore. Yeah. It's right. you know, you open your garage door, you go in your house, in your gated community, and yeah. your porch is on the back. Yes. Right. You know, it's yeah. not like we're porches on the back. Yeah, that's that, true. That, wow, porches yeah. on the back. Yeah. My pastor okay. pointed that out in one service, huh, and I yeah. was like. You ever think about that? No, I had never thought about it. That's the first time I ever thought about that. I never never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. But down here, and as you get, you know, bigger communities and stuff, they're all in the back now. It is. Wow. Yeah. Well. And so then that leads into how I know. I know. I I, I, I was going to ask a question right there, but you stopped me. I'm like, wow, that's true. Wow. That's sad. Torches on the back. Torches on the back. Yeah. Wow. Um, Well. So uh, body image is nothing that parents are going to ever get right and perfect. And even as a, as a husband myself, the other day, uh, true story, sitting around the dinner table, uh, my girls love to watch me cringe. And so like, <laughs> dad, I mean, hey, dad, you know the joke, right? You know the question. You know, you, you're never going to get it right. Like what question? Like, do these pants make me look fat? I'm like, <laughs> oh, I, 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 they, they, they ask that question. Jesus, and I'm like, and I cringe like, oh, Jesus, like please. I can't win that. You can't, yeah. you and I, yeah. Miles, we can't win that question. First. We can't ever get it right. In Jesus name, I need a boy first. Exactly. So <laughs> being raised with three girls, now you got You're going to have to train different. him out yeah. answer that question. Wow. Wow. Exactly. He can fail. That's okay. I, can, I, I feel, I'm like, right. in my mind, I get it right, but I know whatever. It's, hmm. it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but, um, and Amy still loves me. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, a as a mom, though, raising your boys, yeah. um, how do you teach them to view themselves? Mm. Yeah. Um, 
That's an interesting question because I still, to this day, my right. boys are 26 and 22, mm-hmm. and I still, to this day, think, man, how did, how, what did I do? Like, yeah. I don't know. I blinked. For me, you know, and again, parents, I encourage you. For me, it was the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. because that is how a lot of my parenting happened. Yeah. I have no idea how to raise two boys. I'm a girl. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm a boy from four brothers, no sisters. Yeah. I got girl. three girls. Yeah. yeah. Go figure. It's just... Um, I think it's 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 consistency, mm. it's vulnerability, it's honesty when you don't understand something. Okay. Um, I remember very distinctly when my oldest was younger um, and watching the shift from just an ambivalent kid who, and my youngest was like, I mean, my oldest was the just happiest, like goofiest kid. Yeah. And I remember the shift from when he felt like who he was wasn't good enough. And I couldn't figure out where, wow. because those influences weren't loudest that I knew in his life. In I his was life, right. very careful about what they watched and what they listened to, much to their you know, chagrin and, yeah. and storytelling <laughs> mm-hmm. to this day. Um, but it was a lot of just conversation about when we saw stuff, what that means for who we are as believers and right. the image you know, that we have to put forward um uh, uh being aware of the the um unverbalized message that you might be communicating to someone okay. else yeah. unverbalized um so in in our house you know we um we didn't do a lot of sagging pants and mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. like that and it was very hard because built so they, they had to wear built that's, yeah. that's what everybody okay. else was doing especially <laughs> when they were growing up yeah yeah so yeah. to this day at 26 i went to miami the other weekend with my son and i was like do you own a belt Look. And he's, like, <laughs> he's like mom and i'm like okay. <laughs> saying um but yeah, so it was a lot of just Nelly open and conversation. Wayne and Murphy Lee were all yeah. their pants. That's fantastic. And again, <laughs> you know, when you don't have when you don't have the male influence in the house, mm-hmm. yeah. it's very hard to I dress like a girl. My mm-hmm. modesty would look different than a boy's modesty. Right. right. Yet modesty is the same. Modesty is mm-hmm. modesty is yeah. modesty. And so just really for me, trying to find creative ways. Yeah. You know, as a parent. And again, I, I worked in a different ministry than most parents find themselves in so it was in front of my face all the time yeah. the statistics and yeah. all that okay. um, that's why I really believe as churches we're doing a disservice if we're not um, you know educating our parents empowering right. our parents equipping our parents yeah. um, I actually heard something at the youth pastor summit um, I went to recently and um, he said listen if I had to do it all again I'd start with the parents yeah and right. um, okay. it, it that was like wow that's wow. so good yeah okay. For sure. So good. We have to equip our parents yeah. and empower them because culture is telling them they're irrelevant. Right. Exactly. And they're archaic yeah. and they don't know anything. Yeah. The parents have to be willing to accept this challenge and accept the, right. the truth, the hard truths, yeah. but yeah. you have to be able to accept that. So how yeah. do you, I'm, I'm going to rewind a little sure. bit. We, we talked about like the cultural influence because I feel like that's probably mm-hmm. one of the biggest factors in, in all of this from a body image standpoint, especially yeah. with our, our youth today, our kids today as they grow up. And so how... How can we continually do a better job at equipping and educating parents on like, hey, like situations like the Khloe Kardashian situation, mm-hmm. like, hey, mm-hmm. like I'm sure most parents saw that. Like most most moms thirty-five to forty to fifty are are on their phones, on mm-hmm. IG, you know, paying attention and seeing yeah. that these trends are happening and recognizing what's happening in the world. But then the question is, okay, you see that. How do you talk to your kids about that? Yeah. You know, and so how do 
how do we um, continually like push that and like we as as pastors mm-hmm. stay aware and abreast of mm-hmm. that and then in turn like turn around and equip our parents yeah. to say hey like have a conversation with your kiddo about this because we know you saw it on social media they probably yeah. saw it like a day or so before well I challenge that okay mm. uh, algorithms are so good these days yeah that they know exactly what demographic they want to see stuff right. and what yeah. demographic they, they don't. don't. Right. Yes. Um, the social dilemma. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I would almost come from the concept that don't assume your parents have seen so, it. Okay. Because it. they might not have. Right. Um, it, you know, it's, it, and then we get to the point of, yeah. you know, social media is deceptive for a reason. Right. Um, and so I think, um, I think we've talked about this before in other youth meetings, but access yeah is an amazing resource they are just so on the cutting edge and so good at getting what's culturally relevant right now out there to parents and in a in a in a way that you can chew it up Mm -hmm. no matter if you're super educated on this or you are just like i'm coming in feeling like dumb as a box of rocks like i don't know what to do yep it's just so um so ground level yeah you know and then you can grow from there but so access to me is a huge resource, not not only to parents, yeah. but to youth yeah. pastors. Yep, A-X-I-S. A-X-I-S. Yeah, parents, if you do not have an access.org membership, like I strongly, so we it. strongly encourage sure. it. Yes. Yeah. Um, they, they do. They do a thing called like the cultural translator that yes. sends out an email at the mm-hmm. end of every single week yep. that lets you know like, hey, here's here's what's happening in the culture. Here's what your students are seeing yes. on, on Twitter and on IG and sure. Snap. And then tell and you why it's stuff. important. Right, exactly. Yeah. And it dives into it for you. Um, and there's so many great different conversational tools of like, hey, you don't know how to talk to your kid about pornography. Like, yeah. here you go. Yeah. Uh, here's here's even a video yeah. that you can show them that yep. you can walk alongside them with yeah. if you don't feel like having the conversation or know how. And yeah. so uh, it's it's a great tool and resource. And so if you are interested in it as a parent, um, but don't have the means to have access to access, uh, <laughs> please, please <laughs> let us know. Email us at tc3parents at tc3.church and we'll be more than happy to to assist you along that journey. So yeah, it's an awesome tool. Yeah. I, I, I would almost say that a youth ministry once a year should be having a parent workshop or something like that. Um, now, this is a shameless plug, but they should also be inviting us in if you're in the local area. Right. If not, you <laughs> hey, should be looking to see if you have right. a youth specified mm-hmm. um, and parent specified because we we serve both yeah. um, organization in your community. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't, maybe you should start one. Yeah. Or, you know, or maybe you should start asking the questions because what youth ministries have to deal with on a daily, weekly basis, we don't. Yeah. And so we're able to get a little more honed in on specific topics yeah. right. and then be able to just come in, drop the information, empower the parents, empower yes. the students, encourage both of them, right. and then leave. Get out. Right. Yeah, and then leave the youth ministries to do what they're called to do, with, which is shepherd their kids and their parents. Yeah, for sure. Um, the, more, the more we do these podcasts, the more I realize that we, you and me, Miles, we, we're not the experts here at no, all. No, not at all. We <laughs> That's why yeah. we, the more and yeah. more we're doing these, like we are like, we, we yeah. need these experts <laughs> yeah, around exactly. us. Yeah, exactly. We, we bring them in. And so parents like yes. know and understand that that's, that's the case here. Like Andy Brown yeah. and I are to walk alongside your, your kids. And, and we don't students. mind. We love to walk with your kids right. from, from the youngest to the oldest. Sure. We yeah. love to be with them. And as anybody in ministry does, we yeah. love to be with them. But 
again, we're not. Yeah, when it comes to the parenting yeah. aspect, we can't. Yeah. yeah. We don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Andy Brown got his own kids. <laughs> and he's also trying to learn, you know? I'm and still so, learning. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, and I think it's, you know, I, I wouldn't call myself an expert in any right of the field because culture changes so fast. Yeah, we're does. all trying to play catch up. Yeah. And I think it's just encouraging our parents to, like, it's okay. Yeah. We're, we're all going to get through this together, but also encouraging our kids because their culture is changing mm-hmm. so fast. So they don't even know how to react to stuff sometimes right. in, in, in a comprehensive way because they're constantly having to react to this changing culture. Right. Acknowledging mm-hmm. that there is, um, there, there is that, 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 that spectrum of that. We just don't understand, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. acknowledging we don't know. Yeah. We just, yep. but when you say, Oh, I'm, I'm fine. Like my kids are fine. They're, they're going to be good. Yeah. Eh, that's when, that's when the problems begin. Yeah. yeah. A parent that feels like, man, I I want to be I want to be aware, and I want to I want to know what's going on. I want to ask my kids and my students oh, here the, comes the, the right here questions, comes. but like, I don't want to be a helicopter parent. Oh, too. helicopter parent! You know? There it is. And yes. So, and so, how do how do parents do that? You know, without mm-hmm. without totally shutting their kid yeah. and their student right. down and be like, yo, I don't want to talk. You know, I want to yeah. talk about this no more. You right. know, and so how does a parent do that? Well? Yeah, you and I, I'm sure we've both been there. Yeah, there at any point of a parenting life, we all become a helicopter, yeah. and we, I mean, it's we hate it yeah. as parents. We don't like it, but For sure. how can we not? Be a helicopter as much, right? Yeah, because yeah. I'm sure there's a sense of like, be, yeah, I I have to know this, and mm-hmm. I have to be involved, mm-hmm. and I have to be engaged with what my kid or my student is engaged in, but I also like want to allow them to have their freedom. Like I, th- I think students and kids need to know and understand. Like parents want you to have your freedom. They want right. to be able mm-hmm. to trust you. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to say like, hey, we know there is a lot of threats and stuff out there, but like we know we've raised you correctly so that you can respond to those threats correctly. Yeah. And so how can how can parents do that well? Um, first of all, prayer. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. A lot yeah. of prayer. Yeah. Um, I will tell you that my biggest lesson just came um, 26 years ago. Okay. Not 26 years ago. Okay. It wow. took 26 years to come. Got it. Got 26 it. years ago. So, now, interesting. Um, Body my biggest lesson took 26 one. years to grow. <laughs> Got Maybe it. that's what I want to say. Um, because we had a situation this past summer during, you know, mid pandemic, mm-hmm. mid racial mm-hmm. tension and everything that was going on in our country. And again, I've been parenting for 26 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Although my son's a 26 year old, you're never not a parent. Yeah. Right. Um, y- your role changes. Um, and that it was just this summer where I had to realize, wow, I've got to let go in this area. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, just an encouragement to parents, you're never going to hit the sweet spot where you're in perfection. Right. right. Parenting is a constant learning yeah. um, curve. Uh, so prayer is the first thing you have to be connected to a source that's higher than you yeah. because you will come undone. Yeah. Like you will just lose it and feel hopeless. Yeah. Um, so prayer is the first thing because God gave you those kids for a specific mm-hmm. reason. Right. It wasn't a mistake. Um, it wasn't an accident. Um, it wasn't like a, he picked wrong and meant, meant that kid that lives down the street. That's God really has a nice. plan. Right. Really? Yes. Yeah. That's, right. that's not new news. Hopefully. Is hopefully. Thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he has a plan for your kids and he also has a plan for you as parents. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, so prayer is going to be huge in that. Um, the second is education. Like we talked about yeah. a minute ago, mm-hmm. um, because if you're not understanding kind of culturally, how young people think these days, um, then I think then you can become, discouraged okay um and so 
prayer, education, and then participation. Gotcha. You've got to okay. get in there with your kids. Mm-hmm. You have to have hard conversations. Mm-hmm. You have to know where they're coming from, but you also have to not be afraid to let them know where you're coming from. Gotcha. And in our house and in, in a lot of my relationships, especially discipleship relationships, I really try to remind people we're same team mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're right. the same you team. You were in this together. Yes. Yeah. The only team that's warring against us is the darkness. Yeah. Mm. And he wants to pull that familial relationship apart. Yeah. And so, again, prayer, education, and participation. participation. That's right. really, really good. I, I love those those three things. Um, and I think they're super important in the life of, yeah. of a parent to kid-student relationship. So, okay, let's say that now we are doing these things. We're, we're I'm just, I'm writing this down too here. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're, we're praying through, we're educating our parents, we're educating ourselves, we're participating in our kids' lives as much as we can without being the helicopter, you know, mm-hmm. just trying to find those boundaries. Um, if you start to see these consequences, if you start to see something where one of your children uh, decide that they want to color their hair, they uh, start to eat less at the dinner table. Their clothing changes drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, they're asking for piercings, and mm-hmm. you know, not just the little uh, Claire's, you know, <laughs> yeah. Claire's, you know, single, you know, diamond in the, in the ear. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> if you're starting to see these, some of the consequences. If you're a parent seeing these consequences on display, what are some healthy ways for a parent to intervene? Mm. Mm. That's good. Um. So before, I guess before that, yeah. okay, um, yeah. a, a parent really should be grounded in, and and whether it's a single parent or you know marriage relationship, mm-hmm. there sh- there should be some kind of common ground where you have some house rules. Okay, okay. All right. um, my son knew that like at until a certain age he couldn't do X Y Z. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do ours. Like our kids, they had to be. I think it was twelve before they get the ears pierced. Right. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, and we wouldn't we might revisit those conversation, but we would also mm-hmm. revisit the rules right? Yes. and why those rules are there because life is full of rules. Yes. Culture is coming for our kids and trying to cancel out absolute truth and mm-hmm. say there are no rules. Really. Right, right. There right. are really no boundaries. And rules, so, rules help kids. I mean, whether, whether, yeah. whether kids like them or not, whether you like to instill them and be the bad guy, kids like rules. Yeah. Yes. It, it they like they, structure. Uh-huh. It's, yeah. a, it's a lie to tell, to say that kids don't like rules. Yeah. Kids enjoy having knowing where yes. things are yeah. oh, absolutely yeah. look at look at what we just came through yeah i don't want to go to school i don't like school yeah. kids were yeah they're craving oh for the normal yeah. they they yeah. missing structure just in i miss school i yes. want school back right yeah. um so uh, that's the first thing is that you, you parents need to know where your lines are right because if you don't know where your mm-hmm. lines are your kids will color all over the page yeah. you know and and <laughs> because you might want to be cool or because you might not want to lose them or whatever cultures try to convince mm-hmm. you might happen, you might let them color all yes. over the place. Um, Man, look and, at these images, images like the, the, the porches on the backyard, <laughs> the coloring outside the lines. This is, I love yeah. this conversation. Yeah. This is great. And so there is part of learning where coloring outside the lines mm-hmm. is appropriate. You know, you mm-hmm. wouldn't chastise a three-year-old for coloring outside the lines. You right. would be like, honey, that's so beautiful. <laughs> So there's some mm-hmm. things that we can loosen up with as parents that may look like coloring outside the lines for us that yep. are okay. Yeah. And then there may be some other things where they need to understand that there's rules for a reason. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about those again. And yeah, you might not agree with them, but in this house, we follow rules. Yeah. Right. Um, and again, I, 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 I've heard this somewhere and it's so good. So um, rules without relationship um, lead to rebellion. 
Mm-hmm. Relationship without rules leads to excess. Right. Um, yeah. And rules trying to be your and relationship mm-hmm. um, lead to success. Yeah. And so that's just always stuck with me ever since I heard it in training. Um, and, and again, sometimes as parents, we get overwhelmed to feel culturally relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, that can get us in trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that can open doors of conversation. Yeah. But we also have to know that that can get us in trouble sometimes because we want to be um, our child's friend mm-hmm. instead of our child's spiritual guide. Leader. You're right. So, right. so what about leader. for for the parent that is culturally relevant? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, right? And they are they're for lack of better words, following the trend of the culture um, from, from their dress to their hair, to their makeup and all those things. Their, their kid or their student sees that, but a parent, a parent may listen to this podcast or may, may hear something and be like, man, okay, I get how that may be negatively impacting my kid. Like I may be okay to do this because I am secure in who I am in Christ, Mm -hmm. but my kid is still learning that. And because they like, they aren't there yet and their foundation from a faith standpoint isn't solid yet. Mm -hmm. I need to help them build that, which means that like some things in my world need to change from an example standpoint. How can a parent, how can a parent revert back then? Yeah. Um, again, I go back to open conversations. Mm. Um, when I was raising my boys, there was a lot of conversations about, listen, Hey, mom's never done this before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As they got older, you know, and they would kind of push back at maybe a rule I had or something that I saw that was like concerning to me as a parent. Um, you know, I, I would remind them I've never had a 13 year old. I've never had a 15 year old. Mm -hmm. Like this, we're all experiencing this for the first time. So let's try to figure out how this can work out in our family, right. how this can kind of flow. Yeah. Um, I think there's what you said, Miles, I think there's kind of two ways that road would diverge. Right. There is behavior that <clears throat> we maybe feel like is okay for us, but may not be sending the best message. We're still sure. responsible mm-hmm. for right. that. Right. Exactly. Because we're adults. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes I think we get caught in that adult trap. Like right. what's good for me is not good for thee. Yeah. Um, and we have to be careful with that as parents. Yeah. Um, that could be different for as many different scenarios as we yeah, can come up with I'm today. I'm sure there could be hundreds, right. thousands, right. Um, and then the other is um, where we're not at all aware yeah. how the things that we're doing could be viewed. Impacting mm-hmm. our right. kid. Yeah. And so we just have to be, as parents, we have to be super open to the examples um, that we may be setting in relation right. to what they're seeing in culture. Yeah. Because um, I think that it can it can be very confusing. Yeah. And we need to know so that we can communicate to our young people what that might look like yeah. and why this might not be. I mean, when we say simple things like coloring your hair, is that going to change the yeah, trajectory? Right, right. Of, yeah. Um, yeah. No, yeah. it's not. It, you know, pick your battles right. as parents. Yeah. Yep. And, yep. and you, you said it at the beginning, right? It's at the end of the day, like it's all of this. A lot of this is rooted in, in the student or the kid's identity, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's like, man, like, are you are you chasing after... A, a look of somebody else because you feel like that that's gonna get you accepted and right. is your identity in the ex, mm-hmm. you know being accepted by other people or is your identity knowing that you're already accepted by Christ Jesus and yeah. so like I, I I know that that's a foundational massive part and so uh, as we as we deal with that you said it again like honesty and having honest mm-hmm. conversations yeah. and being being honest with your kids and your students mm-hmm. like I feel like there's is it that there's a lot of, I, I can't answer this cause I'm not a parent. Is there a lot of pride that goes into that? That's like, 
I don't want to tell them that I'm wrong and I don't know. You oh, yeah. Know? Oh, for sure. Uh, okay. So, One for oh, me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of mistakes. <laughs> yeah. And, and you have to be honest to say yeah. that was a mistake. Yeah. Talk but to your kids. It's hard to do that. It is hard to do. Oh, yeah. You say, right. This is a yeah. mistake. Mom, dad, whatever, who, what, yeah. your, whatever your title is, yeah. this was a mistake. You, and you have to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You say, hey, you, you got to forgive me for this. And wh- this is what the expectation should be. Yeah. Right. And I will do my best as a parent, as your as your parent, to not do that again yeah. or yeah. to not lead like that. That's yeah. it was a, that that's that's a humbling experience. Yeah. I'm like, it's hard Holy to do cow. in marriage. I can only imagine how hard yeah. it is to do like with a with a child, yeah. you know, or but, with your kid. But humbling yourself to your kids. It will will go beyond that yeah. moment. It right. goes on to them as when they become parents. Yeah. They will Being see that example. Say, hey, yeah. mom and dad said they were wrong. We're I guess honest. I can tell my own kids yeah. they're wrong. So yeah, yeah. 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 I I mean, I grew up in the with my mom telling me, you know, yeah. I brought you in this world. I can take you out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you tell kids that anymore. You know, I tried. Without, like, my kids told me I didn't have the same look because my mom just had a look at me yeah. when I was little, yeah. and I was like um, behaving immediately. Right. Exactly. My kids looked at me one day and were like you. You know you don't got that look yeah. right. So for me, it had to be more conversations. I couldn't just like fear my kids into obeying. There's nothing you could do. We had to, to like, talk through like our just, sin. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I I think that's a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. right? Like at the end of the day, what what I know just from working alongside and walking alongside students um, and doing life with them is like transparency begets transparency. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're transparent, yeah. they're going to be transparent back. Yeah. Like, yeah. and so if you're honest with them, like, hey, like I'm. I, I didn't mean to continually lead you that way. And so let's try and go mm. back and do it, do it this way. Yeah. I feel like they're going to be honest in their response of like, mom, thanks. Like I recognize mm-hmm. that dad. Thanks. I recognize yeah. that because well, they know, they, they you know, know, I'm like, From you not, not being dumb. a parent. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to encourage the parents that it might not be like, time two or time three or time 20 <laughs> that works. when they come back and say, mom, thank you. Dad, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's that long suffering yeah. part of scripture. <laughs> long um, suffering. Oh. It's, but that's why yeah. those transparent conversations are so important because you yeah. know that as, as, as a youth pastor and as a children's pastor, right. that, you know, it's not the first time that you introduce a concept that the kids get it or right. the first time you yeah. say, Hey, you can talk to me about anything, you know, yeah. now some kids do. Right. Um, but for other relationships or other topics of concern, it's going to be a repetitive mm. kind of like we were talking about yeah. before. Um, you and I are having a conversation about the, the ministry and it's not the sex talk. Yeah. Like, it has to be the sex conversation. Right. Like, we have to like introduce this topic there at a go. younger age yeah. and continue that and make it a part of our family DNA. Right. Yeah. And so the same thing with, with issues of concern around identity or around, um, you know, choices that may be questionable. Yeah. That has to be a, continual conversation sure. and it has to be nuanced it can't because then mm-hmm. it'll get helicopter where yes. it's like every four seconds we're talking about right. this no yeah. you have to learn okay. um but yeah that the the thank yous might be a little more yeah. <laughs> more <laughs> delays than, than, than we'd like think. to believe yeah okay. but don't give up totally understood totally cool. understood we're willow we're so thankful uh, very th- well, that, this has been great conversation yeah. Willow. thank you so I'm much excited. thank you guys for inviting me in 100 yeah. now if uh, a parent and students wanted to get or kids wanted to get involved in volunteering with carenet um and and working alongside of you guys like obviously like we give with carenet we mm-hmm. just we just did it, uh, an awesome yes. event with you guys too so what how can kids and parents get involved with Karen sure. if they were interested? Yeah. Well, I love that question because yeah. that's what we live to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I sit in a room, but I talk to myself all day. I <laughs> want to get out there and talk to people. Um, so you can find us on um, Facebook and Instagram, Protect okay. the Heart. 
Um, check and the heart. Okay. Yeah. Protect the heart. Protect, protect the, the heart. heart. Protect, protect the, the heart. heart. Yes. Okay. But check your heart while yeah, you're protecting your heart. Your heart. <laughs> check your heart. Protect the protect heart. Protect the Got heart. Um, and then you can go to www.protecttheheart.org. Okay. Um, and find out information about us or fill out something to hear more from us. Um, everything we do in the community is free. Yeah. Um, okay. So we go to church is free. Um, I've even encouraged parents. This is such a crazy thing, and it's such a. Uh, vulnerable place for them to be at for them to ask for help like mm. invite four couples mm-hmm. over do a dessert and dish like yeah. we'll just dish about all okay. the topics that are on your heart you yeah. know it's so right, creative right. like we got to get creative because culture is creative yeah, mm-hmm. about the wedge it wants to put between parents and kids yeah so we sure. got to get creative as the kingdom-minded people i love it i love it well thank Very you cool. so much for being thank with us today thanks for imparting some wisdom and uh, equipping our parents with some really cool tools as well parents again we mm-hmm. will promote axis.org axis.org uh is an amazing tool and we'll put it as a link at the end of um, the podcast that you can check it out protect protect the heart is what you want to go to to get involved with care now yes Uh, thank you so much for joining us ab will you pray us out absolutely dear father thank you lord for this open and honest conversation and um uh, uh, this dialogue, Lord Jesus, that really isn't just the, the 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 four of us sitting in this room, Lord. It is a conversation that we are having with you, having with our parents, having their parents with their with their with their children, Lord. We pray, God, for uh, this this issue of body image, Lord Jesus. So it's something that will never be solved overnight, um, but through long suffering, as Willow was saying. We pray, God, for strength in our parents. We pray, God, for uh, wisdom and education in their lives, that they know how to speak to their kids, because you have given each one of them a, a plan and a purpose. And we do not want to hinder that that plan and purpose that you have for them. So, Lord, equip our parents, Lord Jesus. May these words just go out there and just and be used, Lord, to uh, grow the families under you in a healthy way. In Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, parents, for joining us yes, for parents, another episode of the TC3 Parent Podcast. Now, remember, one takeaway from today, prayer, education, participation, as you dive into conversation and relationship with your students. We love you guys. Yep. We hope and, to see you And join you us next, next Don't forget time. to join us next yeah. time. Please join us next, Please. Uh, next week. It's going to be an amazing episode, and we're so excited mm-hmm. uh, to bring it to you. So we'll talk to you soon. We'll holler at you later. Peace. Hey, parents, thanks for listening. Subscribe, share, and make sure to leave a review. If you want more content, search tc3.church on YouTube. There you will find tons of things from music, Bible lessons for kids, and even past sermons. Thanks again, and we will see you next week.